0: Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
1: Neil, God. Yes, sir. Oh, Jesus.
0: Hold on. The fact that he called us the year after that, that would make him the year 2000 problem, yes?
1: Hold on.
0: What are you doing?
2: Um, I... Well, I just finished. Okay. Anyway, uh...
0: Congratulations.
2: Well, kind of like that. Anyway, um, my dad went to Albion College.
0: Are you serious? I'm serious. Albion College. I broadcast their football and basketball games.
2: Unbelievable.
0: For a couple of years.
2: Speaking of broadcasting, it's a shame that Harry Carey isn't around
0: this year. Isn't it? That's why I keep saying it's a real shame that all the crap that he put up with, although he did get 84 and 89, they did win the division, but right. all the bull crap that he went up with, what a sensational year that they're having, and now he's in a box. That
3: really frosts my ass a little bit. I, right. tell ya, I tell you, I tell you, I'm Me from too. Detroit, but I've
0: been to Wrigley Field, and it's just—it's a real
2: town. Chicago is great. Yep. Chicago's just unbelievable. Right. That'll never happen here, ever. Nothing like that will ever well, happen. Well,
0: because there's no atmosphere here. I mean, P.P. Park's not a bad stadium, but there's absolutely no atmosphere out there. And the people who are there know nothing about the game, and they're not into the game. And they're, it's it's like any other sporting event. Most of them are posing, yep. and they're out there to socialize and get drunk. Right. And they haven't got the foggiest interest to what's going on. Exactly. And, uh, and that's the nature of what it's all about. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So, you know, they give those tickets away, and even a lot of times then people don't show up. But, you know, 12000 right off the bat is automatic because it, they're corporate seats.
2: That whole thing is disgusting. Huh? It, it is. I don't even
0: really want to talk about that. And if happen, it happened in any other any other real uh, sports town, which this is not, like I've been saying for months now, there'd be revolutions in the streets, and the sports writers uh, would be leading those revolutions and making the people psychotic. Absolutely. And here it's like, well, we're pissed at Wayne, but uh, who cares? It makes me want to puke. You know, yeah. I, had, I had a friend that came down last
2: night from Port St. Lucie yeah um to see um, um ronald mcdonald mm-hmm. and um i just refused to put my butt in one of those seats i went to opening day game and i booed wayne and that was good enough for me excellent and um
0: i when well, that republic stock is dropping like a like a bomb
2: you should have a list of things that wayne owns so we could like not you know use them
0: you mean like national car rental
2: and uh auto nation uh-huh. and uh you know other things
0: and what else <laughs> that, that's a good idea. Maybe we can get some people called in and give us some, uh, some enterprises that he's involved in. And, oh. of course, we sure don't we sure want to buy that Republic Industries stock and exactly. that uh, Florida Panthers stock because it's dropping like a rock.
2: Yep. So I'll add, uh, let's see, AutoNation, um, uh, Pier 66 Hotel, uh, right. various other things. I was watching Classic Sports Channel the other day.
0: Yeah, it's a good channel sometimes. You know,
2: we're getting a free sample on um, whatever, Comcast, uh, for a couple weeks. Right. You know? And the other day, I caught the ninth inning, and I tuned in, and it was a '68 World Series
0: mm-hmm. with
2: the Tigers and the Cardinals. Right. And I swear, I'm not sure, but I think it was Harry Carey doing the game. Did he used to do Cardinals?
0: Again? Oh, sure. He did the Cardinals for years and years from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Oh. And then he started screwing around with Augie Bush's wife, and he got canned. <laughs> now, that is true. It's a true story.
2: Well, I tuned in, and I just caught the ninth inning, but I, I figured it was Harry. It sounded like him, and it just gave me goosebumps because I'm from Detroit, and I remember that series. And, uh,
4: Cubs, win. Cubs, win. Cubs win! Cubs
3: win! Yeah.
2: That's great. Um, yesterday, you're not going to believe this one, Neil. I just tuned in a little while ago, but yesterday I had my teeth cleaned. Yeah. And my dental hygienist is a babe. And uh, we were talking and stuff. And she and, was in your mouth? What?
0: She was in your mouth?
2: Yeah, and the sure chair vibrates now, too. All right. It's unbelievable. But uh, we were talking about uh, things to do and stuff like that. And she said she would like to go to...
0: The Almond Brothers concert, hold on. Please, thank
5: okay, you. Okay, hold on.
0: <laughs> All of a sudden, everybody's big Almond Brothers fans, man. Where the hell are they? Oh, and what the hell am I... You know, I never even dawned on me, you know what? You know, instead of them, you know what should immediately come to mind? The moment that you hear that music? You do know, don't you, mister? Huh? me, why you do this to me? That great scene in The Exorcist. That poor priest sitting there in the bar, ah, uh, I've lost my faith. I don't know what to do, what to do. He reminds me of Al Martino in The Godfather. And of course, the other priest wouldn't slap him in a puss like Marlon Brando, so he just continued being an old fag priest. Or young fag priest in his case, Father Karras. No relation to Alex, by the way. It's uh, 1141 at 560 WQ. And by the way, that's just, uh, just dawned on to me. That's who Fat Joe looks like, Alex Karras. Hey, if you love a great cigar. And the drug manufacturers. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale going once, yes sir
4: yes good morning Neil. first time long time uh-huh that guy that had to be shocked back probably was so shocked from the uh partner he was with that's why he needed to be shocked
6: uh-huh
4: huh? <laughs> anyway i called about the uh you were talking about people in the national anthem not standing up and yeah that's one thing that fires me up and then i get pissed off really they just, I mean, you go to a lot more hockey games than I do. Yes, but I do. I know I have sat in all different sections of that arena, and it's terrible. I mean, really disgusting. They don't How stand during the National Anthem?
0: Sucks. I'm sorry? They, they, know, they do stand, but now they're like talking, and there's all kinds right, of disrespect. There's no respect for anything anymore. People are just rowdy and out of control. You're right.
4: Absolutely. I took uh, some German clients of ours to a game last year. Oh, and hey. I was embarrassed. I was absolutely now, embarrassed. Was during the
0: playing of Deutschland or with the Star-Spangled Banner? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, you get the message anyway. It, it's just absolutely rude, uh, these people. Uh, they, you know, I don't mind them not standing. Uh, but if they have to be talking and joking and laughing, you know, save that for some place. Oh. Right? Uh, anyway, can I fuck up for a couple tickets there, Neil? No, I don't think so.
0: This guy wants to go see the Almond Brothers.
4: Oh, Canada! You think that you're in luck? You stole our All-Star game. And then there's always.
0: Oh, no, no, not Ca- get out of there! There's always. See, there's a great national anthem, but nobody knows the words to it. And what I really love is like when they play hockey in Montreal and they sing it like a... Uh, they sing part in English and then they go into French and then back and forth and forth and back. And you haven't got any idea what they're talking about. And guess what? Neither do they. But it's a, it's a great national anthem and certainly much better than that stupid Star-Spangled Banner. I mean, can't we get like Gary Glitter to do a new national we already have? If I have to hear Gary Glitter one more time, that may put me over the edge. That may keep me in the house forever. One great reason. We don't have to have a top ten list. Here's a top one list of why you don't want to go to a sporting event. Because Gary Glitter. Da. Oh, look at that. Just knocked... Oh, here we go again. He's knocking the table again. I just knocked all that crap on the floor. The poor Pope will never be the same again. Just knocked his schmata off. Look at that. He's, got, he's getting a helping hand there under the schmata from Father Tool. Here's a, a mobile in Miami. Hello. Well,
5: actually, I'm in the Grove now, but... You were talking like about, I said, let's go to Coconut Grove. Exactly. Hey, at least uh, here we are a little bit more comfortable. Um, you know, you were talking about the sporting events that you, that last gentleman that called.
0: Well, what do you mean you're no, more comfortable? You, well, what does that mean? You're more comfortable in the Grove?
5: Not standing for the national anthem. Uh, when I go to Pro Player Stadium, you know, for the Dolphins game, they do uh, shush and stand for the stupid prayer.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, uh, to me, you, you know, do you, sta- do you stand for the prayer? Oh hell no. <laughs> and I don't sit there and shush We can't find prayers. one
0: person who stands
5: for the prayers at the uh, football
0: game. This is astonishing. We better get a search party.
5: Uh, a friend of mine who goes to the game with me does stand for the prayer and tells me to shush I'm being disrespectful yeah. to his beliefs because I don't sit there well, and shush. Well, start making them. a
0: lot of noise. Ha, Va, Just start making a lot of noise, you know, singing the dumb song.
5: Exactly. Hey, uh, I was listening to a stupid talk the other night, and I, I heard something that totally disgusted, that totally grossed me out. You, you remember when they did the thing with the snowballing? They yeah. had the thing, they were talking about shrimping last night.
0: Yeah, what the hell is that?
5: <laughs> you are with, you know, with another guy. Oh, toe and... sucking?
0: What? Toe sucking?
6: No, it's George shrimping. says it's toe what sucking.
5: Is, is you... A little too close for a, uh,
0: lunchtime for my, uh, oh, That's God.
6: Felching, not shrimping. Felching? Yeah it's not a real thing? How about catching?
0: How do you know it's not well, a real okay. thing? Well, okay,
6: good point. How do you know? I don't.
0: Mr. I can't imagine. Mr. Mr. live in a very uh, sheltered world, who yeah. thinks he knows something about anything which he doesn't. Oh, wait till Monday, by the way. Monday's today. It's uh, Labor Day. George is going to be doing the show for four hours on Monday. Mr. Smarty Pants. And you can educate him as to what life is really all about. Seriously, you're, like, you're you really think you know something, and you know a little bit, but you're, like, so far on the edges of reality.
6: You really are. Just because you don't want your gay fantasies violated.
0: I, I, my gay fantasies? Oh, boy, you're the last part of any gay fantasies I got. That had nothing to do with me. Yeah, that with that's for God's guys. You sure. think you've yeah,
6: huh?
0: Oh, <laughs> here's Homestead. Hello. Homestead.
4: Hello. Yes, sir. First time, long time. All right. I was just calling to uh, see if you could figure out who is trying to emulate who. Uh, Rick Sanchez or. Uh, Brian Norcross. Can you imagine those two on the same station?
0: Okay, thank you. Okay, we have an open line in uh, Dade, one in Broward. What do you say? Five, six, seven oh560 and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. It's eleven fifty six at QM. Hank Goldberg from Shula Steak Two at Two. We got Jim Mandich. Yes. Six, yes. Come on. Six to seven fifteen with this potty mouth sports show, and then we got uh, college football. Who is it? Virginia Tech at Auburn are a couple of losers like that. Anyway, it's uh, 4 before. 4 You talk to some real callers. Huh? Three more? Trace Moss? So how come we don't play the, uh... what what would they play? They certainly wouldn't play the Cuban National Anthem at, uh, SPIC events, would they? What would they play? What's a spick event? A cockfight? Yeah. What what National Anthem do they play there? What, what? We give away six already? I saw you counting out six. Oh, like I said, only two more pair. Boy, you better milk those real good. If you're car 567 oh, 0560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Hey, this is good. A little meatball and cheese from the insides. I'm sucking out the insides of a meatball and cheese uh, half a sub. Hey, this is good. I might just uh, get this every now and then from Chuck. From our friends Chuck at the sub center over there across the street, Kitty Corner on 441 and on Ives Derry Road. Good people over there, man. They uh, deliver the good stuff. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy Thursday. And back to you. It's a great day for the Irish. Oh, yeah. And the Jews ain't doing right? too bad either. I'm sorry? And I said, uh, we're not doing too bad either.
7: Yeah, great. Good to hear it. Wherever we might be. Yeah. Hey, um, I've Western been listening to you uh, on and off this morning. I don't know if you discussed this, uh, this guy's uh, trial has started this morning with Jimmy Rice.
0: Have I discussed it? No.
7: Uh, I don't know if you have, have
0: i, I about read that. the article about how they say that there's some other guy that did it and they're gonna bring him in kinda like a in a Prairie Mason scene and they're gonna bring this other guy in and say this is the murderer.
7: Right. They say he said that um this guy who's um, not convicted, the uh, accused mm-hmm. says that he would rather die in in America for a crime he has not committed than return to Cuba.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't well, know I if that's a good Yeah? We'll take care of them.
7: Okay, Neil. One more we'll thing. We'll him
0: his um, last wish. Yeah.
7: I was watching uh, your show last night mm-hmm. with a female friend, and I, I always hear you asking, you know, why is it the women hate me like poison? Yes, sir. And uh, we were watching the show, yucking it up. We thought it was great. And then. And then <laughs> you went. You were reading the article in the National Enquirer about uh, Bill Clinton. hmm And uh, when everything was funny until you said, uh, the Bill told her to sit down and shut up, bitch. Yeah. And then I was cracking up. I look over at her, and she had a real serious look on her face. So I think it says a women, uh, I don't want to generalize, but from my experience, don't have as good a sense of humor as guys. That's bitch. Th- there you go.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable.
7: Unbelievable, yeah. Slipe around a little bit. Yeah. Hey, Neil, any yeah. way I can stop Yes, her? sir. Hold can...
0: on. Okay. How did I know he wanted him? But that was a good story, though. How about that? a f-ing bitch. She must know Pat. I mean, you know, so what the hell's wrong with calling some nasty, uh, broad-a-bitch? That's the American fucking way. Amen, sweetheart, you said it. And she ought to know. Oh, speaking of the TV show, by the way, <laughs> God, I'm getting this stuck in my throat, and the cheese, too. Ever get cheese stuck in your throat? Oh, I got a great line for that, if you know any Hispanics. But anyway, uh Whammy on Friday, start- is this starting tomorrow? That we're going to be out at 9.30 and 10.30, and that 10's is moving to 8 o'clock? Or is it 8's eight- that's moving to 10 o'clock? Tens is moving Fridays. God, you're killing me with this stuff. Little piece of cheese went down the wrong tube. oh there it is. Look at that. Wait. Ooh, beauty. But, uh, not still in there. God, watch this man choke to death. This wouldn't be the first time. Oh, here it is. Oh, how gross. Mmm, kind of tasty. But at any rate, uh, so is going to be on 8 o'clock on Fridays, and we'll continue, and we'll start being again, 9.30 and 10.30. We should have been all along. And then, uh, what else? What was the other thing? They didn't go to the Rod Stewart concert. Oh, and they did not go to the Rod Stewart concert. Well, they probably had more important than enjoyable things to do, we can only hope, for their sake, than see Rod Stewart. Oh, saggy, old, ugly, washed out, could never sing a song anyway.
5: Maggie mate. Yeah,
0: he's great. Him and Jimmy Buffett. We have an open line today at 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Only one pair left, and then we can take some real calls about Mark McGuire McDonald and talk to some of the people who were at the ballpark last night, those 45,000 screaming wild people who didn't go home with a ball or any money but maybe had a good time, I would hope. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, I went to the game last night, and uh, the baseball game, and, and I'm one of those few and proud that like to drink and socialize there. I, I... I'll tell you the truth. Uh, the baseball games are more tame than the football games are. Cause
0: by far. By you a got, long you got a lot
4: more rowdy people. You, you the want to know players.
0: why? Because there's no tailgate parties that get you drunk before you walk in.
4: Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I love drinking beer, don't get me wrong, but, but there is a mellow. <laughs> the crowd is definitely a lot mellower. Yep. Um, by the way, the game was all right last night. I had a good time. Oh, I even drank a beer with a Jew, and I think you guys are pretty cool people. Oi. All right? That's all I had to say. I'm out of material.
0: God bless you, sir. Okay. Go get another couple of cases. We have an open line. That was a real case. Open line in day 5670560. Although I will say this. If you're going to go to a Marlin game, and especially if uh, Mark McGuire McDonald ain't playing, or somebody like that, or Sammy Sosa, uh, you might as well get stone, huh? Stone, drunk, whatever. Because what, the, what? why else would you go there? In fact, why would you go there, period? Setting aside the Mark McGuire thing, why would anybody go there, period? Now, this team is going to lose way more than 100 games. Wayne has slapped you in the face, just butchered you, and carries on like a crybaby. Well, they're not going to build me a stadium. You're goddamn right we're not, Baldy. And they still go there, and they continue subsidizing and buying that crappy food in the stands. I don't get it. I just do not understand it. Davey, hello.
5: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing? Great. I'm um, true baseball fan here. I went to the last two Marlin games. Great. And, uh... Big Mac is just unbelievable, but any true fan that was there would tell you brought tears to his eyes to watch those home runs. Mm -hmm. But on to bigger and better things with that prick, Heisinger.
0: Of course, it usually does bring tears to your eyes when you watch the Marlins. Yeah, No kidding.
5: Listen, uh, why did he put a fence up where those two home runs were hit the night before so nobody can get a ball so he can keep it for himself?
0: Mm -hmm. Is that what that fence is put there for? Absolutely right.
5: And here's another thing for you.
0: He's got his whole family up there searching for balls.
5: Yeah, yeah, his family has no balls. But, uh... I want to know one thing. In fact,
0: I heard that one of the sons has been doing that for a long time. But anyway.
5: (laughs) But, um... You know, he just bought a house in Nantucket, right?
0: For $7 million, right. Yeah,
5: more than the payroll of the Marlins. So That's this potty mouth that keeps ca- crying poverty. Right. He's got one way he knows what to do with. What he's should do is just sell the team and give it to somebody who really we wants it. We can only
0: pray that these stories about John Henry being on the verge of buying the Marlins are true. And like I said before, hopefully he's got a few a million dollars left over to buy the Panthers. I and hope so. And let's send this bald-headed bastard back wherever he came he, from, he to Chicago needs, or whatever. He needs to go. To stick his he- head in the dumpster.
5: That's where he belongs.
0: Have a great day, Thanks, pal. Thanks, Neil. Well, there's a guy time. they right. He went to the last two games. And Big Mac hit uh, two on uh, Monday or Tuesday and two last night. Nice going, Big Mac. Oh. Even if you are a boring guy, he's okay in my book. We finally got somebody who's, uh, you know, a good guy. That's all. I mean, what more do you need to say about him? He's a good guy. He's got a bad complexion. He's boring. But he's a good guy. He's treated the media very... He's handled the pressure tremendously well. Good for baseball. Good for America. There you go. That's what Ronald Reagan would say. He's good for America at a time when we need something good for America, Right. I guarantee you, Monica Lewinsky, you don't have no dress with Mark McGuire's. Squirt, squirt. I'll guarantee you that. Oh, she does? When's mom bringing that one out? Now, see that? There you go. You think that those baseballs are valuable souvenirs? Nine minutes past noon at 560 WQM if you're paying. Hey, yeah. Get down on your hands and knees and lick my boots. I mean, don't you once in a while take notice when something like, uh, uh, amazing happens? When somebody is making a major achievement, even though he didn't just discover a cure for cancer or something, uh, you know, that's going to last in the history of all time as far as the human race, except in the uh, record books of sports, which isn't that important, but nevertheless, they don't care. Here's uh, Coral Springs. Hello.
2: Hey, Neil. um, First of all, I want you to know that I stand up uh, during the prayers of pro player, Mm -hmm. okay, and I'm proud to do so. Why is that? Well, because uh, I don't go into church. Church is man-made, okay, and I don't go sitting there depositing anything at all, including money into something, which is going into the Pope, and he can invest in the stock market. It makes me sick, Yeah, you know, so uh, I go there. Second of all, Mark
0: McGuire. No, no, you didn't answer my question. Why are you proud to stand for don't. I don't get it. Why should there be a prayer at a football game?
2: Well, it's just the fact that, you know, that I have my own personal beliefs. They're my own. I don't belong to any organized religion. And for me to be able to have that moment of time where I could sit there and do that, you know, why not?
0: Well, well, in other words, you don't have You must have a very busy life. You don't have any other moments of time where you can do that?
2: Well, no, but I'm just saying that, you know, I also, you know, I pray that, like, especially at a football game with how violent it is that somebody doesn't get paralyzed, like Reggie Brown from the Lions last year, remember, against the Jets?
0: What, what does that have to do with saying a prayer?
2: Well, I mean, just saying a prayer that nobody gets, you know, hurt, you know. I mean, I mean, like paralyzed, you know. I mean, something like that. I mean, just even putting a prayer out for somebody, you know.
0: Uh-huh.
2: I mean, just it's just an extra moment to be uh-huh. able
0: to God do that. God is watching over the football field. Okay, so it's,
2: co- so it's commercialized to be able to have a moment of prayer, you know. At a, it's at got a
0: nothing to do with commercial or anything. It has to do with how silly that is that if there were a God, he'd be worried looking out over guys who are playing football.
2: Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Yeah. And I also want to say that, you know, Mark McGuire... Um, you know, yeah, you're right. He's a simple guy there. And you want to know something, though? He, he's going to transcend the record books because, you know, I don't know if you read the article in the Sunset, let's say, about what he's doing about abuse, about the PSAs, and he's the first one to come out and do a PSA about uh, child uh, sexual abuse. Yeah. I mean, I thought that that right there alone... I mean, and the fact that he won't go and he won't be like Jose Canseco and the rest of those assholes and sit there and charge for autographs, Mm -hmm. and he won't sit there and do autograph signings, and he actually goes into these memorabilia places, calls these guys assholes, and says, hey, that's not my autograph. Don't buy it. And put it down. And, you know, I mean, he actually does that, and he actually cares. I mean, and that's what I like about Mark McGuire, is that he cares. And you know what? Because of that, and because he's a human being, I think that personally, when he breaks the record and he's going to be the one to do it, I think that that is just going to be better. And you know what? Maybe we'll have something else to remind us during this time this year bet- besides Monica Lewinsky down on her knees. I think maybe we'll have something else good to remember instead of something else bad. Well,
0: Thanks, Neil. Okay, Bubba said it was pretty good.
2: We have an mm-hmm. open line in Broward
0: 560. Oh, listen, I mean, just wind him up and let him go. He was wound up like a goddamn alarm clock. Let him, uh, when in doubt, spin it out. The Dow's down 79. <laughs> it was over 100 again, but it's, it, it's all over the place. And the Nasdaq's down 14. I'm just keeping you abreast if you're not near a TV set, if you don't have one of those little uh, ticker things, you know. I'm just letting you know it's not all that bad. It's not good. Europe took a dump overnight. Japan, all that uh, Asian stuff, they're having real problems. But, uh, you know, who cares about a worldwide recession? As long as we got uh, those baseballs to sell. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. Hey,
2: yeah, I was just calling about that guy. I called here about Wrigley Field.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, my dad just moved up. There. He lives about a block and a half away from uh, Wrigley
0: Field. Oh, great. Good neighborhood. Oh, uh, it's
2: great. And you know, it's the only place, uh, no place down here in Miami, you can walk out of the stadium and you know get a drink or get a nice meal or something. You walk out of Miami Arena, you know, get mugged or something. Right. So you know that's all you I want to say. You don't walk
0: out of Miami Arena. You run out of Miami <laughs> yeah, Arena. Yeah, you yeah to you the run the car to the car and rail. you uh, go as fast as you can.
2: Yeah, but uh, just, uh, you should take a trip up there. and you know. Uh, I, and
0: we did a couple of shows from Murphy's Bleachers, which is right across the street from, uh, this is a few years ago, right across the street from Wrigley Field. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. I got the cups and everything from there. Right. Yeah, great I went place. up there this summer. My, my dad and I went to a couple
0: games. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Great, real, great real field. people. Have a great day, pal. You too. Yeah, that's a real uh, place with real people and a real city and the real downtown there, the Loop, because they, like I told you, they stuck all the Schwarzers out way right there in the suburbs. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just the way you got to do it. Well, no, there's a lot of affluent black people in the Chicago, and of course they can afford to live wherever they want, which is fine. I think that anybody, whether they're, uh, what, no matter what, if they can afford to live in a nice neighborhood, great. But I mean, if their people who are like, uh, you know, schleppers, no matter whether they're black or white, let the white schleppers live out in the trailer park, and let the black schleppers live out there in Cicero and, uh, Maywood, wherever the hell they are. Cicero. What's the other one? Washington Park and Sportsman's Park. Cicero is one, and the other one is, uh, come on, come on, come on, uh, uh, Homewood. Let's go to Miami. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir.
8: Hi, long time, not a uh, first time, long time. Uh, Neil, listen, I want to uh, talk to you about a few, uh, few things. First of all, you were mentioning I'm a You're Colombian stick 25 year old. Colombian? Yeah.
0: yeah. You know I
8: who I am? Good... This is Alex. I haven't caught you in a long time.
0: Any good drugs?
8: Uh, no, I don't do drugs. Okay. Neil, you, you, were, you mentioned something about a. Um, uh, a certain amount of percentage don't know who the three legislative branches are. Yeah. It's the judicial, executive, and, oh, boy, I, I had not I just forgot it.
0: The legislative.
8: Legislative. Yeah. Judicial and
0: executive.
8: Right. And, hey, Neil, one thing I want to uh, talk to you about. Um, it doesn't matter who breaks the record, Roger Maris' record. It's uh, A lot of people are going around saying it's right, um, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire are going to do it. It doesn't matter who, as long as it gets broken, right? That's what it all comes down to. That's why everybody's excited, right?
0: Well, what do you mean by that?
8: Well, what I mean is everybody.
0: Well, whoever does it, that's the person that's going to get the attention. I mean, it's not it's not being done by somebody anonymous. It's not like. Uh...
8: No, no, no. But what's going on is a uh, the main reason everybody's excited is because the record is going to be broken. Right. So it doesn't matter who, a uh, which one of the t- two players are going to break it. Well, I mean, it depends because on who,
0: when, it depends on, I think they're both going to break it, but it depends well, I depends on who you are rooting
8: I think so. For also, which leads me to my next topic, a uh, you know, uh, are you a fan of Bill Clement?
0: Bill Clement? Right. Who does the color on a hockey game? Right. Yeah, he's good.
8: Yeah, he is pretty good. And you know what? Last time when, uh, when they show the highlights of Mark McGuire, um, hitting fifty eight and fifty nine. Uh-huh. I was telling my uncle, I said, you know what, I think Mark Maguire has a good shot of making probably up to seventy home runs. Yeah. And I I was just telling him nobody else nobody else has the balls to go out that far and guess what? I turned it to ESPN and Bill Clement was doing the color It was doing the um mm-hmm. the the announcing for, for the game that was on and then he happened to say, you know, he Mark McGuire has shot had a, a good shot of making 70 home runs. Uh-huh. I'm thinking to myself, he's the only one who has the balls. He's to the roll. only
0: one with the balls. I always said that Bill Clement's got to get a big pair. He,
8: he's, you know, he's really good. And, you know, I Neil, I, I'm i glad you gave me the chance to talk to you. Okay. I don't know if you remember me. This is Alex.
0: Yeah, whatever you say, Alex. Have a great it's life. Like. Okay. Alex, he used to call back on the old station, and now Alex is back. Okay, we have an open line in eight five six seven zero five sixty 5670560, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Where are we going? Here's a mobile in Tamarack. Hello. Mobile in Tamarack. I know you're there. Hello? Yes, sir.
8: Hello,
7: Neil. Hello, sir. I would like to uh, tribute this to Wayne Huizenga, the new homeowner in Nantucket. Yes? There once was a man from Nantucket whose bald head looks like my ass if I plucked it. He said with a grin, I'll only sell the Marlins to Don Smiley, who calls me daddy, while he sucks it.
0: Huh. Oh well you were talking about that toe sucking before, weren't you? What was that called? We have an open line in Broward Shrimping. Five six seven O five sixty, pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Well you know, there are a lot of things that could be called shrimping, depending on size, I guess. Twelve twenty seven at five sixty Radio five sixty QAM. Hey yo man, what's up with your cotton mishpura. Oh, my God. How do, oh, that's right. It's a sports channel. It's a cable yep, channel.
2: Sports channel. I watched the whole game last
0: If time. I would have had any brains, which I don't, I would have looked at my satellite TV week, seen that it was on. I would have yep. taped it. I'd have had the calls of the home run. What a moron I am. That's God, what I did. What a bozo I am.
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm only 57, so I never got to see Babe Ruth play. However, my dad uh, had told me that in those days when Babe Ruth played, they did not have the um, round rule, double rule at that time. And that... There were home runs hit in ballparks that bounced into the seats? No. No?
0: Absolutely wrong.
2: Okay, rolled under fences? No. No. No way. Okay, well, that's what the, you know, when you see Babe Ruth pictures of him, you do see balls bouncing into the seats, but uh, he had told me that. Anyway, it's if you... like I, I subscribed to tell, Onset.
0: do full of crap.
2: I subscribed to Onset. Yeah. And inside the Onset and the sports page, it tells you every game is on, every
0: channel is on. Oh, I know that.
2: So uh, I was able to watch it last night, if, you know...
0: Well, I don't get on set. I get satellite TV. We've just changed the format from uh, that big magazine to, like, a real small one, which I hate with those grids. <laughs> right. But at least they still do the sports thing in the back. And if I would have thought, you know, if I would have looked and used a little, uh, which I don't have. Yeah, well, that's, that's, what I, that's what I did last night. Well, congratulations. Thanks, Sam. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Yep, see, it's a bunch of crap because Wayne uh, wanted to give us the Tampa Bay game so that we could fill the stadium for him last night, and you all dutifully obliged, and I don't blame you, 45000 so we could make the extra bucks. Because Wayne don't want to give you nothing for free when he can stick some money in his own goddamn pocket. And like I said before, this man is a cancer on his community. He has turned out to, be, to really show his true colors. He's gone a long way from doing the hokey pokey and cheering with his wife Marty there at the uh, Panther Games during the uh, big season three years ago when he was putting on a big act like being a real fan. Who the hell are you kidding? And then he comes out here a couple of weeks ago and says, Well, you know, I really don't understand what uh, people get into sports for, why they become such avid sports fans. I don't, I don't get it. That's for damn sure, Wayne. That's the damn honest, uh, first honest thing you've ever said. You don't get it. Not in the least bit. Yeah, we're a sports fans, so we can make you a lot of money. That's what it's all about. Because we feel sorry for you. Only $50. I mean, anybody whose stock is dropping like a goddamn rack and down to 15 and something of <laughs> that. Oh, baby. You need all the help you can get. But there goes the market again in gear in the down direction. We have an open line at date 5670560, pound 560, on the mobile one line. Pembroke Pines, hello?
9: Is this new Roger the Foot Doctor?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Open line at date 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560, on the mobile one line. Where are we going? Miami, hello? Hey, Neil, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making your call, sir.
3: All right. I'm one of the unfortunate ones up in Boca that can't get your show on TV. No, it's great,
0: man. Everybody in Dayton Broward loves it, and they're laughing at the people in Palm Beach County. (laughs) I I
3: got one of those guys to make me a tape. So tonight, finally, I'm going to go home and watch a couple of the shows on TV.
0: Okay. I hope
3: hope you can extend into the the Netherlands up there.
0: We're we're going into the Netherlands, yeah. Well,
3: that would be good, too. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um, I was one of the guys at the game last night, and uh, I tell you what, it was fantastic. I brought my kids there. Uh, went to went to the game early for a change. Yeah, watched batting practice. Uh-huh. He knocked out four in batting practice. It's like a, uh, an arsenal of uh, cameras and everything snapping away and everything. It must be pretty. Uh, I, I don't know how this guy doesn't feel any of the pressure, but it's pretty incredible. But finally, I just wanted to say, this is uh, now maybe one of the the only uh, true sports heroes kids can look up to. Everybody complains about right. no heroes.
0: That's right. He's worthy of it. Amen. So, he'd anyway, be worthy. I'm out of material. Okay, thanks you no. had a good time, pal. Yeah, he'd be worthy, man. And this guy calls me yesterday, oh, they should admire her. Yeah, is that the best you can do? Yeah, for right now, that's the best we can do. You jackass. This guy with his Ellie Wazell crap yesterday. I'm going to walk. Yeah, I'm inspired. You're a bad influence. First, it's the food. And mom's going to be real upset, boy. She's going to be pissed off and fired up. Well, I'm, I'm smoking these too fast, by the way. They're almost all gone. There's only a few left of these great Perdomo Reserve from uh Nick's. Man, are these great. These are just are just like little torpedoes. These are just the right size, and they're just the right, uh, not too strong, not too mild. They're just like right in between. Mmm, and they fit in your mouth just the right. Okay, mm, perfect. Let's go to uh, Hollywood. Hello.
3: Only three more days to the George Rodriguez Show on 560.
0: Okay, thank you. One of your people, he'll be calling. Open line of I day, of 560, 60, huh? Oh. No, I don't mean that. I mean one of your crowd, one of your followers, oh, yeah. one of your uh, oh, devotees. Sure. 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line, 23 to 1 at 560QM. Hank Goldberg from Shula Steak 2 from 2 to 6. We got the Mad Dog coming up from uh, 6 to 7.30. All right. And uh, 7.15. Then we got Virginia and uh, Auburn. Is that right? Virginia? Uh, where is it? Oh, how boring. Virginia at Auburn? Oh, my God. 7.50 and then Ed Kaplan. After the game, to take some more idiotic calls from idiotic sports fans who have no idea what they're talking about. You know, Charles Alfieri knows what he's talking about. Forty three at 5.60 WQM. Eric, who's a real chronic faxer, but generally good faxers at any rate. He's got something to say, doesn't he? He says, that guy can pray any damn time he wants. We don't need to take time during a football game to worship his crap. We've sent men to the moon and cured diseases like polio, and he wants God to protect the football players. What is he talking about, says Eric? What a moron. He was a representative of the kind of assholes that make up America. Thank you, Eric, he says. Oh, now, what the hell is that thing uh, that I found finally the other day that I've been looking for? That you're welcome thing? What is that under? Why couldn't I find yeah, that yeah, before? Yeah. It's under what? You yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what does that mean? How the hell do you spell Y? Why dash, g- why Oh, uh, you know what?
4: You, you, you you're, well, you're well.
0: How would I wonder I can't it? find anything in here. I'd spell it like it used to be, like your Y O U R, you know. Spell it. As in. Why? Did you spell it like that? Anyway, 16 to 1 at 560 WQM, this town is on fire, baby. The fever, is, it's like a gigantic tornado. The big white tornado was swept through here and nobody gives a crap, except for those people that were there. And, of course, they're pissed off they didn't catch a ball. Or one of the ones that he hit. See, somebody also called uh, Ed Kaplan. There were a couple of people that made sense. That's what frosted me driving home from the track last night. A couple of people called and made sense, and Ed got very incensed and hung up on him and got psychotic. And then a bunch of other assholes that he hung up and got psychotic, and rightfully so. One guy made what I thought was a pretty uh, fair point. That is, Sammy Sosa is under a hell of a lot more pressure because he's got a team that's contending for a uh, playoff spot. A wild
3: silent movies and the Marx, you know, the Three Stooges and the Marx Brothers
9: and and all the old stuff, you know, while you were while you were eating there. Yeah. And uh,
0: I was just wondering if you had remembered that place. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't. I don't think it was ever there. Oh, okay. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Bye bye. Open line and date. Yeah, the good old days. I started coming here like uh, in 68, 68 and 69, the Galt Ocean Mile in Fort Lauderdale, back when there was a spring break and back when there were like living and breathing people here, young people under the age of 100, and where there are all these great restaurants. Oh, geez. See, there you go again, being an old funny that trying to live in the past. Yeah, what's wrong with uh, trying to live in the good parts of the past? And, of course, now, like the famous. I'm going to tell you, was there ever a better restaurant in this town? I mean, it's hard to compare like steakhouses to delis to other kind, com- But all around, just generally... And please don't tell me, uh, you know, Joe's or the uh Rascal House or the uh, Forge. Please, stop. Was there ever a better restaurant than on Washington Avenue, The Famous? Was there ever? No. No. Before your time. Of course, you wouldn't have. Yeah, you liked Jew food. Oh, my God. The Famous. Used to be one of my first sponsors on K.A.T. Then they tried to bring it back, and that was a disaster. They tried a couple of times. Disaster. Airzots, Make-believe. But the original one, you'd sit down and they would bring you, first, all the big uh, bowls of dill pickles, great ones, not so- not soggy and crappy. And they would bring you, like, uh, for soup, matzo ball soup or uh, kreplach soup, they'd bring you big tubs of, like, uh, stuff to put in there. And fried kreplach just to die for. Oh, my God, big portions. You'd walk out of there with a heartburn that could kill you and a big smile on your face. And you'd be all the way home. It was great. The famous on Washington Avenue. Good God, was that the best goddamn place in the history of the human race? huh Won't see that no more. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Neil? Yes, sir.
10: Good afternoon. How are you? Okay. Long-time listener, first-time caller. All right. I was just thinking of something uh, the other day that's pretty interesting. Um, not too long ago, we had a situation with uh, Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas, And I think, if I remember correctly, the Republicans kind of jumped over all over Anita Hill and uh, was kind of going against her and was taking Clarence Thomas' side. Absolutely correct, sir. Yeah. Now, the other side of the coin is the same people that were doing that are jumping all over the president. Yeah,
0: but you can can turn around and say the other way, that the Democrats were jumping all over Clarence Thomas and that now that some of them are trying to make excuses for Bubba being a a whoremeister. Yeah, I mean, you can say that either way.
10: Right, that's true. But the same Republicans, if you look at the names coming up, are going after the president and saying, "Okay, for uh, Monica." It's just ironic. Yeah, but you notice
0: you notice now, though, that like Newt Gingrich has backed off and don't want anybody talking about his private life. And even Dan Burton, that self-righteous asshole from Indiana that was screaming and yelling a few weeks ago, now he's starting to say, well, you know, I would be the first to confess we've had problems in my marriage, and it's none of your damn business what they really are, but yada, yada. You know, see, this is the way life is. This is real life. You look into anybody's closet, and there's all kinds of skeletons and things crawling around in there.
10: You're absolutely right.
0: And they're none of anybody's goddamn business.
10: Right, and you'll see the bottom line to this whole thing is I think the ones that are going to keep quiet now are the ones that have the more skeletons.
0: That's right, like Newt and uh, and the good old that's congressman right. Dan, that's right.
10: Newt has plenty of them, so. All right, just a thought. I appreciate it. And have a great day. Thank you, too.
0: Like I said, Senator right. Dan. We have an open line. Now, what I said, uh, open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560, on the mobile one line. Here's a lady in Homestead. Hello. Lady in Homestead. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. How you doing? Okay.
1: Um, it's my first time calling. Great. I just wanted to know if you can make my day a lot better by playing the Scottish Bagpiper skit.
0: The Scottish Bagpiper yes. skit? Which is called?
1: Oh, uh, when he talks about laddie. It's
0: called playing? Playing the bagpipes. All right. <laughs> very good.
1: Thank you. Okay, sweetheart. Have Bye-bye. a nice day. You
0: too. Okay, and don't play him too much. Hi there, boys and girls. Today, we've got a very extra special friend stopping by. Show us all about something really
5: special. Oh, I hear him at the door
4: right now. Oh,
1: come
5: on <laughs> in, Mr. McMack.
4: <Rick> <laughs> How are you, laddie? Hey, brought by something I wanted to
1: show you.
8: Ooh, ooh I wonder what Here it, it is.
1: is. It looks like looks like a, an octopus with a kilt on. <laughs> that's me bag, boy. You want your bag? Hey. Ooh, what? Can I touch it? Sure, go ahead. Ooh, ooh. run your hands there. That's, that's soft. Hey, that's like really velvet. Soft. Hey. Oh, oh, what, what's this right here? That is my blowpipe.
6: What, what do you do with the blowpipe?
3: You blow on it, lad. You blow? You blow on? Hey, it. you
0: put your mouth around it and you blow. Oh, can, can I do that? Hey, would you like to blow my pipe, laddie? Oh, c- can I? Sure, go ahead. Oh, okay. Come on, lad. You, you, you got to put your mouth around it, lad. Don't oh, be afraid; okay. it's not going to break. Oh,
6: like,
3: like this? Hey, that's a boy. Stick it all the way down your throat there. It's
7: getting bigger. Hey, that means you're doing it right. What's this over here? That's mid-chanter. What do I do with that? What you do with that, laddie, is you put your both hands on it, you cover the hole, and you run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Oh, a noise. Hey, Hey, run your hands up and down it there. Now what you want to do, laddie, is you want to blow on the pipe. You want to
6: squeeze
7: the bag nice and gentle. And then you want to run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Like, okay. All I've together, all at the same time. Okay,
6: here, here we go.
7: Oh, good, laddie. Uh, hey, that's good, lad.
4: <laughs> sure. That's hey, good,
7: laddie. <laughs> Keep blowing. No Blow harder, laddie. Harder. Squeeze
11: the bag. Squeeze more. Run your hands up and down the shaft. Quick, faster.
7: Run your hands up and down, faster. Blow. Blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. a your playing on my bag.
12: Oh, <talking> oh. Oh. Uh. <clears throat> do that again. Can you do that again. After the kitchen, me breath, maybe. <sighs> <sighs> mm-hmm.
5: Hey, there we go. Hey y'all, my name is Clarence Eugene Thomas, President Bush's nominee for the Supreme Court. And you know, there's lots of people out there that think just a. I smoked a little marijuana when I was in college, and it wasn't nothing but a pen joint, a cigar side joint, I don't remember y'all, that they don't think I'm fit to be on the Supreme Court. Hey, I got the munchies. let's do this quick and get out of here, I want to set y'all straight. When I start reviewing the law,
4: I don't just review the law, Hell, y'all. I'll be token. Right. And I toke it to the
12: east. And I token to the west. And I toke it while I look up Sandra Day O'Connor's
10: dress. Okay. I'll be toking. <laughs> Let's go burn
12: one,
0: y'all. Come on. 12.53 at 560 WQM. I guess this would be a good time for us all to admit here that we're smoking weed on the air every day, not just ordinary cigars. Well, you know, Nick's uh, provides a great cover for all of us because uh, they do make the best that nobody else out there is ever going to get their hands on. Wouldn't it be something if they had smell-o-vision and they could smell the aroma coming through the radio? Where are we going? Let's go to uh, to Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you today? How the hell else do they think I can get through four hours of this? I'm doing okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to the spot there. You fooled me. Not me. Um,
2: I heard your story this morning about that lady at the track.
0: Yeah, what do you need three for?
2: Oh, God. Why does everybody have to butt their nose into everybody else's business? Yeah, and
0: she's standing over this other woman's shoulder who's just doing her job. She knows me. I mean, the other woman, I go every week, and she's very nice to me, gives me the programs, and this other bitch all of a sudden is like supervisor, making sure we don't give out one extra free program too many because that extra two bucks that they're not going to get might put them into bankruptcy. And by the way, they're making some money up there.
2: That program is worth $100 to the track with you
0: guys. That, guys that's fans. right. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely correct, sir. In fact, in my case, since I bet mostly Hazel Park a lot more than I do Pompano, it's worth uh, plenty of money. It's worth about $15, $20 bucks a race times 11. You figure it out. Dumb bitch. Yeah. And listen. Uh, what do you need three for?
2: Speaking about button in, is uh, when George is doing the show, is Bluff going to come in there and help him program it?
0: Well, no, he's not. In fact, we haven't seen we haven't seen Bluff in a long time. I knew I was feeling good for some reason. Oh, we haven't I'm seen hide nor hair of that geek.
3: You know, George, if you'll work with Bluff, you can get peaks of twenty shares.
0: Yeah, that's right. Or you can get peaked with something. Have a great day, pal. Later. See ya. That's right. Just like Paxton wanted those peaks of twenty shares. What what is a peak of a twenty? I don't know, but it sounds good. Here, seriously, you got to give him credit for one thing. I mean, he's a total phony and a sham. But here's a guy that started in Newark, New York. Buddy Bud Paxson, who was a nickel-and-dime make-believe broadcaster at a station called... What was it? I should have asked that guy before. who was from Newark. It was called... Was it W-A-C-K? Was that it? Wacky Radio in Newark? I think that was it. W-A-C-K. And this guy uh, fell into a bucket of crap with that home schlock network because he had some little bogus radio station on the west coast over in St. Peter somewhere, and they couldn't make any money, and so he started selling... They had all this trade-out merchandise, so he started selling it on the air, auctioning it off on the air. And it went over like a crazy. So we thought, well, hey, let's uh, turn this into... A, and then they turned it into a TV show, and it you wound up with a home shopping network and made hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars and then bought up all those radio stations and destroyed every one of them and sold them and made hundreds and hundreds of millions of do- dollars. Now he's got this PaxNet out there putting crap on here, and because there's no overhead, he's paying uh, absolute no money to anybody. He's going to make hundreds and hundreds of millions more. So it goes to show that being so smart ain't always where it's at. Sometimes people who are dumber than sawdust people who are total phonies and full of crap, as long as they're slick and glib and got a good line of BS. Right, Greg? Hey, by the way, when George is on Monday, he's got some real exciting news about his bonus, don't he? No. Yeah. Well, Monday, you got several opportunities. In fact, that wouldn't surprise me at all, knowing the kind of kidder that Greg Reed is. He's just waiting until you're on the show doing it Monday. And he'll walk right in here with that white, ugly suit of his and say, Hey, guess what? I didn't want to do it while Neil was here and take a lot of crap from him. But here's your bonus check, George. You're doing a hell of a job. And keep it up.
6: It's a holiday. He's not going to be here. Nobody will be here.
0: Like I said, I don't think that's going to happen. Four minutes. Four minutes till one. Yeah, you're going to be keeping that in mind, aren't you? Nobody will be here. Right. It'll be a skeleton crew. And, of course, we know Joe back in the other joint. He's he's smoking some good stuff, too. He's looking at all those NASCAR uh, magazines. What, what am I? I'm reading the log here. I don't know what the hell I'm, huh? I am. I don't know what I'm doing. Too much of this bad weed. That's what's it's killing me. Too much bad weed. Okay, let's go back to the regular cigars next week, Nick. 12.57 at 5.60. On That's a real man that puts a woman on there first to, like, do a fake voice so he can get on and not get on the ear. Nice work, sir. Here's a lady in Miami, maybe. Hello. Lady in Miami. Hi. Yes, ma'am.
1: Hi, this is Evan's mom, Neil. How are you? Okay. Good. I have, first of all, I I heard you talking that you like coffee ice cream. Ben and Jerry's now have. Uh,
0: please, I don't want to hear about it, in this, but now I understand why Evan is so fat.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I did a good job on him. What can I say? That's you? not funny. I, well, I can't help it. We're all like that. But yeah, of Ben course and Jerry's. But
0: that... if you make an effort, don't do it. Stop killing your son.
1: I know, I try know. trying to kill
0: me now with Ben and Jerry's newest... Which I love Ben and Jerry's, but I don't care. I don't want to hear about it.
1: All right. Well, have a nice day. Just...
0: Okay, Evans, Bob. Isn't that sad? Is that is that
6: pathetic? Oh. Well, you know who killed my fat friend? Yeah. Somebody was bringing him food. All his good friends? No, not us. Who were force-feeding him? No. Who? We were doing our best. Well, who was to bringing him in the food? I'll give you a hint. He was Jewish.
0: Not Ma. Ah? Huh? Was Ma forced to get the honey, Junior? Well, uh-huh. What was Mom doing when he died? Eating.
6: No. Making him food.
0: We have two open lines a day. Well, it was good for the. Uh, you know, after he died, you know, Jews like to sit around and celebrate, eat a lot of food after somebody dies, just like the Italians do. Two open lines of date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. In fact, if Evan were a stockbroker, he'd be perfect for, because right now they're putting a question on here with the market, taking a dump, where's the hedge, is the topic. And if he were a stockbroker, they'd walk in and say, hey, Evan, where's the hedge, hog? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. She thinks it's funny. Here is a person who thinks that fat is funny. ...away... The Marlins are one loss away from about three thirty-three. In other words, losing twice as many as they've won. Yep,
3: and they've already uh, set the record for most losses.
0: Oh yeah, by the long since several days ago. Yeah, by. Well
3: yeah. a... um, and uh, I'll tell you, you're right by giving up your uh, Dolphins tickets. And not going. Yeah. There was what forty-eight thousand last night. Nowhere near uh, football capacity. It was a cluster
5: mess getting out of there. Yeah. It sucked.
0: I mean, oh, yeah, it's, it's a pain in the ass, you know, the parking thing and then going in all the uh, beer-guzzling drunks and uh, and the invocation and all the baloney and then usually a disappointing game and the same old crap, you know, uh, uh drive 80 yards down the field and then get stalled on a three-yard line and kick a field goal and no secondary. I mean, it just got to be so ponderous, the same predictable thing year after year after year. Who the hell needs it when you can sit home and comfort and watch it on TV? Yeah,
3: and you can pick and choose who you want to enjoy it with.
0: Exactly, and also uh, pick and choose which game you want to watch. When you got the football package, there actually might yep. be a good one on there.
3: Yep, and yeah, you can always you can't change channels with the game. If the Dolphins are getting blown out, you're right. there. Right.
0: Right. So good talking. You take Have care. Have a great day, up. pal. Bye-bye. And then, of course, the deal is uh, at the Dolphin games when there's seventy-five thousand people there. And if you do leave early, which believe me, there many a game, most games, we left early unless it goes into overtime or something like that. And uh, right away, oh, the night, the Monday, they're calling. In, oh, you, we saw you left early. Yeah, well, too bad. Who's thinking bad, okay? Who the hell wants to put their life, take their life? It's bad enough just driving on an ordinary pedestrian day around here because without uh, 75,000 people, I'll try to drive out of one location at the same time like a bunch of animals. I'm going to tell you who the worst drivers are. Not the illegal aliens. Believe me, many of them uh, are really bad. But the worst drivers as a group are women. Now, that's a big group. But the worst drivers... And you want to know why? Young women, old women, they share... not Not all, but many of them, one thing in common... They are scared, (laughs) crampless. And the worst driver, besides an intoxicated driver, the worst driver is a scared driver. Terrified. They're squeezing the wheel so goddamn hard that there's practically blood coming. You almost see the blood dripping from the steering wheel. And they're like looking and looking over their shoulder and, and, you know, just do something, okay? Just either get out of my way, pull it off the side of the road, do, do something. And there are so many of these women who are just scared of their own shadow. Of course, the old women, what do you want? They're like, their hair is there. The, the, the top of the blue hair is up to the bottom of the steering wheel. They're sitting on four pillows and two telephone books. And they're like peering out over the top of the uh, dash. Welcome to Florida. Here's a mobile in Key Largo. Hello.
5: Daniel, how you doing? Okay, sir. I have a whammy spy report. Yeah? There's a, a particular young lady that's going to have her own talk show. Did you know that?
0: No, I did not. Monique. Monique is doing a talk show. That was apparently planned from early on, but they shelved it. Oh, they shelved it? Thank God.
5: I heard I heard on a uh, radio station, and I won't say Power. which one, that um, she was on there. And there oh, yeah, she
0: was on Power 96 because somebody saw her uh, ugly push in the hall right, this morning. Exactly.
5: She was on there, and she was saying that it's going to be a no-holds-barred adult-language uh, uh, show. I thought that was pretty odd considering you can't even say the S word. Right. So.
0: She's full of crap.
5: Uh, Neil, I swear to God, um, I've never seen a more uglier woman in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And she has absol- She's not funny. She has absolutely no talent.
0: She, she's not just ugly. She's annoying, is what she is. I mean, she's somebody who thinks that she's funny and entertaining, and she is not. And she keeps trying harder and harder to be funny and entertaining, and she is neither of the above. And she's just an impediment.
7: I hear people on the radio.
0: Which is why, thank God, we got Stephanie on there doing those cut-ins now, those interstitials, and uh, you know what an improvement that is. Okay. Have a great day. I love you. See ya. So it's not gonna be on is what you tell me it
6: fell through? No, it fell through in the beginning, but it uh probably will be happening like later. Wow. She's a, a stand up comedian, is what I'm me. She's not funny. She's embarrassing. Anyway, they
0: luck her in that mall. We have an open line in Dayton one in Broward, five six, seven, uh, 560 in Palm five sixty on the eighteen T wireless line. El Paseo myself. Here's uh Pember Pines. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh
7: do you know what a hockey fest is? Do I know what? When the hockey fest is going to be?
0: The hockey fest?
7: Yeah, the one they hold every year.
0: I have no idea. I'm sure it's on my schedule. Do I have my schedule in my pocket? No. Yeah, it
7: should be on the schedule.
0: I don't have it in my pocket though. Oh, uh,
7: uh, um, so you wouldn't know if it's going to be at the new arena or not, then, I guess.
0: I would. I would assume it would. Oh,
7: okay, great. You never know. Well, been
0: when Georgia's got, I don't go to that thing. Really, it's pretty good. Georgia's got the schedule. Does it have the hockey fest on there when they do that thing and they bring in the uh, pubic? How about bringing me that schedule? I might find it. Mister Georgia got one. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay, we're waiting. George is taking off his headset. He's walking very rapidly to the door. Handing me the schedule. Why the hell do you have a Panther schedule? I find that most amusing myself. Rookie camp starts the 5th uh, this Saturday. You already know that. And then training camp starts a week from Saturday the 12th. And uh, hockey fest? I don't see anything on here about it.
6: I do not see Saturday, September 19th at the arena on top of the ice. Saturday, September
0: 19th. Oh, that must be uh, in very small... You see, they put some stuff on you you can't read. The following Wednesday will be a banquet. And the following Wednesday will be banquet. Who's that, Rimmer? Sam. Sam? Sam from, Sam from Venezuela? Sam the Scam? Oh, my God. Sam actually knows something, much less responded to something we talked about. There you go, sir. September 19 at the new national car rental. Yadi yadi yadi. Wayne uh, didn't pay for it. We built an arena. We have an open line in Date, 5670560, pound 560 on our prestigious AT&T wireless line. Boy, I can't keep my hands in this, baby. It's it's, it's rolling all, all by itself. I got a cigar that's like hopping around the goddamn building. There must be something. Maybe there's like uh those Cuban uh, jumping beans in here. Here's uh, Cutler Ridge. Hello? Cutler Ridge.
9: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Great. I went to the game last night. It, it was awesome, man. Yeah. In the stands, in the right center field, bleachers, high-fiving. People that you don't know, and it, it, the atmosphere was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, Wayne should be kissing his feet. Right. And uh, I'd like to know how many fans are going to show up to see Cincinnati tomorrow.
0: I thought it's Montreal.
9: Oh, uh, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter.
0: My, well, yeah, it does matter because Montreal and the uh, uh, Marlins are two of the worst teams in the history of baseball. Yeah, and I guarantee if they have seven or 8,000 people a game, it'll be a major miracle.
9: They'd be lucky. You know, I'm so sick of this Wayne High singer dude, man. I go to the game. Uh, tickets weren't that bad, but you get a Avion Water, sixteen ounces, two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. Get a Jumbo Hot Dog that looks like a Vienna sausage for three fifty. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you one thing: after I went and saw McGuire, the only reason I went, uh, I will not ever give another dime to this guy, ever. And uh, one other I thing. always
0: liked Avis myself. You know what?
9: Yeah, big Avis go. fan. I just I would I just sit there and think of his ugly pimply head and I just almost get sick. And I see a waste <laughs> management yeah. all over and he's got you know all the prices jacked up and it just makes me want to get get sick. I'd like to really what I'd like to do is, is stick his his ugly pimply geeky face in one of those dumpsters along with his one point seven billion and say see ya, have a
0: nice life. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to go around Once Upon a Time in America, and watch the end of that movie. It might- it might give you some hope. You know what I'm talking about? That's where James Woods got the zit. Asshole,
5: asshole. Oh! That Wayne Hizinga, such an asshole. Remember
0: Hell's a Papa? That was it, to Papa. He
5: yelled at Mandich, that greedy turd. All right! Because he wouldn't take a shower with Hank Goldberg. Asshole, asshole. You turd. H. Wayne Huizenga's such an asshole. He's just like
4: Hitler and Abe Braun. What's that He's pounding on. <laughs>
0: listening to a Hank on the way home yesterday, and Hank, right out of the box, was ripping away in a major, major, major ass, right there at P.P. Park, too, no less. And I thought to myself, oh, 125 on 560 WQM, while the other QAM. What the f*** going on with Dayton (laughs)
4: Broward? So, kid, you want a career in the Navy. What do you think you'd like to do? Oh, I don't know, maybe... Do they have a cruise director?
12: Uh, no. Uh, why do you want to join, son? Oh, I don't know. Something about a crisp white bell-bottom uniform with a snappy little black tie and a Shirley Temple hat that says, I'm clean and ready for inspection, sir. Do they have a poop deck? I sure would like to play on that. (laughs) That's a funny word. Poop deck, poop deck, poop deck. Do they serve my ties on the
5: ship? Oh, Sam!
0: Okay, 129 at 560 WQM. Boy, we're sure nothing have consistent on that whammy show, aren't we? Are we consistent? Uh-huh. 930 last night, a .5 rating and a one share. 1030, .5 rating and a one share. Na- MASH at 11 o'clock, .2 rating and a oh! zero share. So how do you like that? They thought MASH was going to be the uh, savior. I promoted the hell out of that. I guess they've had enough of Alan Alda, Aldo, like all the rest of us. They can't stand it. One thirty in the morning, we had a .2 rating and a one share. So we had one shares right up and down the line, okay? We got the big one which ain't nothing to write home about, but compared to MASH, two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's, uh, Miami. Hello.
12: Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Okay, uh I listen to your show all the time, right? Yeah. And I listened to you when you was on uh, IOD. Yeah. I mean, you was a blast over there. It seemed like you was like real intense over there, but you.
0: Pretty... I was intense over there, and I'm oh. not here. Is that what you're saying?
12: Uh, you good over here? Oh, well, I
0: mean, I'm okay, but not as intense.
12: Smoother. I'm what? Smoother over here. You was intense over there.
0: I'm smoother. <laughs>
12: yeah. 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 I would say so.
0: What What does that mean?
12: Uh, it's just.
0: You mean like know. my legs or my ass? No. Or... <laughs>
12: No, it's just my like bald o- spot organized. I think my bald spot
0: is smoother because there's not much there anymore. <laughs> All
12: right. Well, listen, uh, bear with me for a minute because uh, I was listening to you talk about President McGuire and whatnot.
0: President McGuire?
12: And, and, I mean, <laughs> hello?
0: I'm listening. Okay. Why do you think I hung up on you just because I said President McGuire? <laughs> I think he could win it right now.
12: <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> yeah, he probably could.
0: If you had to choose between Mark McGuire and Newt Gingrich, who would you vote for?
12: Uh, probably McGuire. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: I'd vote for Jerry McGuire. <laughs> and I can't stand Tom Cruise.
12: Well, listen. You know, it's um, it's amazing that you know I hear about all of the old days and you know all of the heroes of the old days and mm-hmm. the presidents and stuff like that. But. You know, you can't really have a hero in today's society because it's always like a
0: knockoff. Yeah, everybody's looking to knock him down. That's right. See, when Babe Ruth was drinking all that booze and all that moonshine, all that illegal uh, crap down there in the 20s, nobody talked about it. They all knew he was doing it, but it wasn't something they talked about because he was a hero to millions of kids and people. And uh, why the hell have you got to knock everybody down? But today, with all this tabloid bull crap, uh, everybody salivates to try to knock everybody down, which is very easy to do.
12: Yes, sir. I'm glad you agree with me on that. Yes, I do. And I was, and I'm gonna tell you this, and I know you, you know, are real busy or whatnot. Yes, I am. <laughs> but uh, I was watching uh, uh HBO was HBO one of the
0: um, one, one of, of the damn things, yeah.
12: And I saw a celebrity death match, right? And I thought about you because I know how your views is on a lot of the movie stars and stuff That's like on that. MTV.
0: Yeah. On TV, on TV, right?
12: Yeah, and they pit they pit the stars against each other, mm-hmm. and I thought about you because I know. That's something that you always, like, advocate, that they, like, just like us. They down nerve and they do all of the wrong things just like we
0: do. That's right, and they take (laughs) us just like we do. And sometimes get bloody diarrhea, too. Have a great day, pal. All right, you too. And be smooth. Okay, we have uh, one open line in uh, day one in Broward. Five six seven oh, 560 pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line on your sports misinformation station where the callers from one show to another call in with more bullcrap, more lies, more deceit. Hey, that Felix let that's just about done, eh? No. It's done all right. It's finito. History ain't gonna happen. Somebody must have made a, a phone call to uh, Mike Smith up there in Toronto and said, it ain't neither, Myra. It's you that need to have your head examined. And we heard that fat Neil saying that the other day. He said, you know, you got a point. No more of that Brian Murray crap. We ain't speaking to him no more. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir.
5: Hey, Neil. Uh, now that George is going to do the show on Monday, yeah, can we look forward to, like, a Georgia night,
0: one night on a Emmy? I, I don't know. I never thought about that. Are they going to put it on the uh, TV? Are they going to show They're on going the to show? they it,
6: edit it, and then uh, let the Israelis, the crazy Israelis, decide.
0: Oh, isn't that something? These guys, they got to uh, take it to committee. Those two skinhead Nazis, they got Maddie and Binky. They're going to uh, edit the shows, then they'll take them and let them watch it and see if George does a fine enough job. I'm sure it'll be just fine.
12: Yeah, uh, you're to talk to them.
5: Tell them to put it on. I think exactly.
0: Cool.
5: Listen, no I also... What's wrong with
0: having some little spick on there?
5: Yeah, right. Uh, Also, Saturday night, I happened to go to a wedding of an old former co-worker of yours. Yeah. Remember Gail Not So Bright? Yeah. Yeah, nice lady. Yes, she is. Yeah, I remember when she she used to talk a lot on the show. And last but not least... Yes, sir. Catherine, I love you. Okay. Bye-bye.
0: Okay, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I used to be much more intense on that other station. That was an interesting comment. I think he's got a very good point. He doesn't? Yes, he does. On that old W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. But here I'm a lot smoother. That's right. I've smoothed out all those big, wrinkly... Just one big blob of fat. You got it. I think Fat Joe showed me the ropes. Was that on that uh, Kenneth's Frequency thing? Nobody
5: wants to see a man with a snake, Nels.
0: Here's uh, Hallandale.
3: Hello. Yeah, listen, I didn't go to any of the baseball games. Yes?
5: I don't see
9: what's so exciting about watching a guy hit against minor league pitchers.
0: Yeah. What, I what mean, does that
9: what's, mean, what's Mark McConnell? How about
0: the Braves? Didn't he play every team, including the teams like San Diego and Houston and Atlanta? that got great pitching. Didn't, yeah, he, okay. didn't he hit what? against all the same teams that everybody else did, sir? Blow it out your ass. Another Sourpuss. Go back to New York, you old fart, okay? Another one that needs to go on a subway with Bernard gets, have a little chat, and then, uh, do a dirt nap, okay? That's what you need. If you, nobody's gonna force you to go. The people that did go thought it was exciting, and that's just what I'm talking, he is the, he's just, he ought to elope with the Pat from Pompano Park. What do you need three for? Sourpuss wants to pee on everybody else's parade. Wants to diminish this guy's accomplishments. Everything is relative, pal, in its own time. And he's playing against all the same uh, pitchers, hitting against the same guys that everybody else in the league is doing. And so if it's so easy, then how come everybody else isn't hitting 59 and 65 and however many home runs he's going to wind up in? If it's so easy. And how come he hit 58 last year when the Marlins won the World Series and had a hell of a lot better pitching? How come he did that? And doesn't he bat against uh, Kevin Brown Uh and Greg Uh Maddox and Tom Glavin Uh and all those other great pitchers in the league? Uh Yeah, well, so what are you talking about? Uh What you're talking about is that you don't know your ass from your elbow and like a lot of your other kind there in Hellandale. You just got a big fat mouth like Sonny Rosenberg and bop, 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 bop. You know, sir, talk is cheap, okay? Anybody with a big mouth can spot out a lot of crap and you're doing it. Go wipe. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
12: Hey, how's it going? I just okay. want to say uh, your TV show's great and everything. Yeah. Okay. I went to the game last night and I thought it was an awesome game. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, did you hear this last guy? Yeah, I did. I I can't believe that guy. What do you expect from, like, a New Yorker or something? I mean,
0: how can anybody not have a good time being caught up in the midst of all this excitement? And uh, what's wrong with that? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Why does everybody have to find something negative in the middle of something that people are excited and enthused about? There's nothing negative about it.
12: Yeah, I I saw him last year over there in San
0: Diego.
12: I was living in San Diego for a while. Right. And then when I came out here, you know, I thought I'd be able to watch the Marlins and then Wayne... Hypinga. Yeah. Gets up there and, uh, and the Marlins all team. disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, uh, just when baseball's getting great out here, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just can't believe it.
0: Well, but, well uh, welcome to South a, Florida, man.
12: Yeah. Well, I grew up here and I used to watch the Baltimore Royals play. And when they finally got Major League Baseball out here, I thought, all right, great. And then he, he brings it out here and then he takes it away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I found my material.
0: Have a great day, pal.
12: You too now. See ya.
0: Yeah, that way, and he's not only an Indian giver, he's a, he has, if you ask me, he's a... Indian killer. That's what he is. We have an open line in date 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. What do you need three for? Seriously, as long as I live, I will never, that will never leave my mind. That moment last night, walking into Pompano Park and this nosy, busybody who has no business sticking her nose into my programs, free or otherwise. In fact, I don't want to sound like some kind of prima donna, but many, many, many a night in the olden days in the last few years when I could have waited around for a free program, but I didn't want to stand and wait around and go upstairs and snore them from somebody, I put out my own couple of bucks there and bought them myself. Makes no difference to me. It's insignificant in the course of my life. The $2 for that program isn't going to change my life, and it's not for me. It's for my friend Derek anyway, okay? And the $2 bucks do not make that much difference to him either. Okay, Pat? But let me just answer you very simply. Nunya, as in Nunya Goddamn Business. 22 before 2 at 560
4: WTQAM.
5: You're a bastard.
4: There, two Miami cops with a hot new beach. They're on the streets fighting crime. They
5: pop. that's
4: a handicapped face there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Hallandale Vice. We got a problem. The Grey Gang is up to trick. old tricks.
1: Lieutenant, isn't that the group of senior citizens who went around trying to get the early bird special after seven? Yeah, they're back in town.
4: Let's go get them. They'll stop at nothing to clean up the streets. Hey,
1: lady, you can't cross here. You'll have to cross at the light.
4: And they're determined to clean up the smuggling business. All right, sister, you're under arrest. Oh, so now you're arresting my wife. What's the charge? Possession of powder. Open that purse. uh, Let's see that
1: white stuff. Yeah, just a
3: thought.
4: She's got over a hundred bags in here. Of what? Sweet and low. From that restaurant she just came out of. Let's take a minute. Yes, there the it a Miami cops on a hot new beach in Hallandale Vice. Premiering this fall on
0: MBZ. You see, what's most disgusting about that guy two calls ago, the old fart from Hallandale who wants to pee on everybody's parade, You know, he's entitled to feel that way. He can live in the past. He can keep trying to diminish the significance of these uh, achievements today. That's fine. But why does he feel he has to share it with everybody else? That's the thing that disturbs me, because that's the South Florida syndrome. Misery loves company. They want to, because they can't stand all these other people having a good time, getting a little, and I don't hear like a million people calling in today, all excited and worked up like you'd expect on this show or any of the other shows, by the way. Hey, uh, what's the odds on a game on Sunday, and what's the overs and unders? See, that's not sports talk. That's crap. That's garbage. That's instant tune-out. That's reach for the CD, reach for the button. I'll keep saying it over and over again, and those of you people that want to call the other shows on this station and keep doing it, I'm telling you, man, you're sure not doing any service for us. It's an instant tune-out. So the fact that there are people who were at any of these games the last three nights or maybe two or all three of them and had a great time and the uh, town got whipped up into a frenzy and people are excited about something positive and it's on the front page of both papers. This guy can't stand that because he wants the rest of us to be grumbling and miserable just like he is. And that's the South Florida way, primarily because the old farts run this town. That's why we don't have any casino gambling. That's why we don't have any nightlife. That's why we have no spring break anymore. That's why we have crappy education, because the old farts run this goddamn town. Everything has to be catered to them. Because the politicians quake in their boots, because these are the old farts. You know, they got nothing else to do. They're the ones that go out and vote. For what, I don't know, but nevertheless, they're the ones that the politicians feel they have to bend over for. The Grey Panthers. Here's a lady mobile in Weston. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am.
1: Two things I wanted to tell you. First, I'm Sal. It's Sal from uh, Sole Water. Yeah. Across the street, neighbor. I talked to you before. Great guy. Couldn't get you him, Sal. To go. Had extra tickets. Could not get him to go to the game with us. But anyway, two things I wanted to tell you. One thing that was that I found funny. I was at last night's game and the night before. And it's the first time I've been to a game where everybody cheered for the other team. Right. Because every time they got a hit, every time they got a walk, anything, just so that Maguire would come up right, more often. Right,
0: they get more at bats, right.
1: Yeah, so everybody's booing the Marlins, they're cheering Good. From McGuire's team. And it Good. was great. It was exciting. Excellent. Nobody cared what went on between any time, you know, anything other than when McGuire was up. Right. As soon as he got up, everybody's screaming, you know, sit down, sit down, and nobody I mean, well, could where, be there. Where way.
0: else could you go to a ball game, have the home team get wild 14 to 4, right. and have 45,000 people jammed into the ballpark, euphoric and hysterical and enthused and leave them with a big smile on their puss?
1: But all cheering for the wrong team. <laughs> well, in this case, the right team. <laughs> Which was kind of funny. But so I got to tell you something. The other day, I was listening. We live in Weston, and I heard that Hank is on, you know, he was at the Sporting Brews. So I told my husband, come on, let's take the kids. We'll go up to the Sporting Brews. We'll go see Hank Goldberg. My six-year-old daughter, anytime she hears his name, he's not Hank Goldberg. He's a hippopotamus. <laughs> so we figured we couldn't, he wouldn't let me take her in there because he was afraid that she would yell it. And if you go to the zoo and you say, look, there's a hippopotamus. No, Mom, that's Hank Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God. So he's
1: got her trained well.
0: Well, thanks for not doing it. Hank, Hank, thanks, you too. Talk have to a great know. day. Okay, we have an open line in Dade and one in Broward. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the at t wireless line. Well, we sure haven't played that in a long time, have we? We don't still have that in here. Huh? Do we have that in here? It's not just Hank Goldberg. It's a hippopotamus. <laughs> okay, so we're fed. Okay, big deal. Where are we going? Let's go to uh, Miami. Hello? Miami. Hey, Buenos dias. What's up? How are you doing, sir? Okay, sir. Can I call somebody a douchebag? Yeah, go ahead. Call him up on the phone. Tell them, hey, you're a douchebag, asshole. Call him whatever you want. It's America. Two open lines in date, 567-0560. oh560 pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. See, I'm telling you, black beans and rice. It affects your uh, your whole body, not just your... It affects your thinking process. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey,
12: how's
0: it going, Neil? Okay, sir.
3: Hey, Neil, no, it's a goddamn shame, man. I was at the game the other night with my two little boys, and I got kicked out the stadium when McGuire hit the home run to the open deck. I get kicked out the damn stadium because of the fact they say I ripped the damn tarp up there over the seat. Yeah. That I mean, what is this damn town coming to, exactly. man? Exactly.
0: What the hell's wrong with these bastards? I guess
3: that's how, how Ping on the list, Mark. I
0: guess Wayne can't afford that tarp. You know, uh, times are getting pretty tough. That stock is down to 15 and change today. Don't do it again, pal. Don't do it again, because times are getting tough for Baldy. Politicians getting defeated because they, uh, you know, they swung a few votes his way. You're out. Anybody that ever even spoke to him shook his hand. You're out. He uh, runs into John Hirschbeck. You're out. Yeah, but the game's not. You're out anyway. That's the way it goes. What comes around goes around. And, of course, he likes to blame the media, blame everybody else. He's got no one to blame but himself. He came in here, all of us, with open arms. Oh, my God, we love you. Thank you. You brought us uh, baseball. You brought us hockey. You brought us all kinds of good stuff. You're going to bring us Blockbuster Park and build us that great new stadium. Oh, you're not? And that was the beginning. That was one of the first big lies. When they sold Blockbuster to Viacom and all of a sudden Blockbuster Park became a bunch of crap, another uh, fantasy, just like Greg Reed giving $15 to buy part of the Marlins, more fantasy talk, bullcrap. And then from there, it got worse. And he did that famous interview in Tropic Magazine or Sunshine. And he said, I didn't get into baseball for the fans. I got into it to make money for profit. And all of a sudden, at that point, many of us, including yours, truly said, hey, wait a minute, this guy ain't no Sandy Claus after all. I mean, we don't begrudge a guy making some money, but this guy's got more money than we'll ever see in our 10 lifetimes. And uh, what kind of a thing is that to say? See, public relations, eh, forget about it. It's not in their vocabulary. They don't care about it. They think they can just bully and muscle their way through, which you do in the garbage business. You can do it in the video business because you, you know, gobble up all the small guys, put them out of business. But you can't muscle and bully people into buying tickets to support a sports franchise or to build your stadiums. And so then they put on a charade with, oh, the, the Panthers are leaving, the Panthers, and then they lucked into that big season. And all of a sudden, oh, we got to scramble around and find a way to build in that arena in Brown And they did. And they thought, oh, well, we can do that any time we feel like it. So now I'm going to go out and buy a World You know, they never expected a World Series, but buy a real great team, which won the pennant and then the World Series. And he thought, oh well, for sure now we got to start threatening them right on like right on the heels. They weren't even finished propping the champagne course. Well, enjoy it while you can because but but what we lost money. In other words, you better build us a stadium or we're leaving the same old tired tactics. And finally, people said, you know what? Stuff it up your ass, okay Wayne? We're tired of your bullcrap. We're tired of your uh, crying and belly aching. Build you this, build you that. Put your own goddamn money out. At least Mickey Harrison, I can't say much for him, but at least he stuck his own money out to build that American Airlines thing downtown in Miami even though it was like a a shady deal. But nevertheless, and here's a guy that's worth almost $2 billion, and he's crying, well, nobody's going to build me a stadium. F&A, they're not going to build you no stadium, Baldy. So don't look to be blaming the media or anybody else. It's your own actions, your own words, your own being an asshole. That's the problem, Wayne. Plain and simple. 10 before 2 at 560 WQM.
4: Section 4.
3: Wayne still wanted more
4: I went to see the Panthers Wayne had locked the doors It's a hard time
0: And of course, the limitations of this time prevent me from going into all the details and rehashing all the ugly uh, specifics, like the Florida Panthers stock. That you know, he played on the euphoria of time from the Panthers' trip to the Stanley Cup Finals, and here comes the Florida Panthers stock. Let's go public, baby! And then all of a sudden, Wayne and his buddies were taking all, buying up all these hotels, which they already happen to own, with that Panthers stock. That's right, all those millions that they were getting in there and buying up all these hotels back from themselves, stuffing the profits into their pockets and saying, oh, by the way, guess what? We're going to disassociate the uh, Panthers from the stock now because uh, that's uh, been losing money for us. And we're now in the hotel business, even though we sold you Florida Panther stock. I mean, just absolutely one scam after another one. Just stuffing the public right deep inside there. And then wondering, oh, gee, they won't build me no stadium. They don't like me. I can't figure that out. Yeah, we have a tough time figuring out, Wayne. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
11: Before God, and I mean get off your knees, too. Listen, Neil, I need your help. Yes. I need you to tell me where all the good atheist women are. I keep meeting all these archaic bitches who believe in all this mumbo-jumbo Yeah. God. Oh, my God. Listen, I met this one girl. She tells me, how can you say you don't believe in God? You should be embarrassed yourself. I said, why should I be embarrassed of myself? Because I feel like my mind has evolved more than believing some, some, you know, anything.
0: Superstitious of, crap. You know, to I think
11: me, was, yeah. and to me, Black women should be even more um, rebellious about this crap because the same people who enslaved them gave them this book and said, Look, you mm-hmm. may not be anything now. You may be going through all this crap during your real life. Yeah. But when you die, you then you can expect some kind of reward for all the hardship. Right. Give me a break. We're putting
0: up with slavery and all this other bull you know, crap, right? Give
11: me a break. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I, I mean, it just seems like every woman I meet is some kind of way. She's like, Oh, God is... I met this one girl. She told me God talks to her. Really? Yeah, she said, he talked. to her. I said, what did he say? Maybe it was...
4: Dale, God. I who that's who it was. <laughs> she said,
11: God talked. I said, what did he say? She goes, I can't tell you. It's between me and God.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. We'll work on that tomorrow, pal. We're going to uh, put a call out for a black atheist uh, a woman out there That's tomorrow. what I need. A good black atheist woman. Okay. All right. Good, good luck, thing. pal. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. <him. laughs> oh. What do you need three for? Get out of here, all right, Pat. Get away from me. Remember that movie, Pat? That was the best. Was that the name of the movie, Pat? Oh, that was uh, here's uh, Pat or something like that. Yeah, here is Pat. And there she was. There it was. In fact, I think that's the Pat. Here's a, a mobile in uh, Miami. Hello.
5: Hey Neil, what's going on? How you doing, sir? You know what pisses me off? Besides and what is that? that? old geezer in Hollandale who's got yeah. putts and got his head up his ass. Uh-huh. It's the same attitude that everybody was hitting Maris with when he was going to break uh, Babe Ruth's re- yeah. record.
0: Oh, it's not 154 games, it's 162. Well, what the hell difference does it make? The fact is that the way I look at it as far as the records, if you want to be a purist, there is pre-expansion when there was eight teams in each league, and then there's post-expansion if you want to have a dividing line. But, you know, uh, a season is a season. Whatever we call a season now, that's what a season is. And the only reason they put the asterisk in there is because Ford Frick was good buddies with Babe Ruth, and he was the one that kept lobbying for them to put the asterisk in a record, Brooke, to, uh, to, dem- to diminish Maris's record.
5: Well, the, the the cool thing is, and, well, it's not that cool, it's, I mean, he was dead already, but they have removed the asterisk. But the whole point about it is that... After they made his hair it, fall
0: out and die of cancer, yeah. Yeah,
5: why, why did everybody have to piss on his parade you know what i was what I thought about cool uh, at the stadium man we were respected all over the country i was listening to some national radio shows they were playing the tape of the marlin fans the cheering mcguire right, that's right. the way it should be
0: exactly the we guy- finally got we finally got some good press even though it was not somebody on our team but nevertheless we finally got some good publicity the people filled the joint up and uh here is finally something positive and the callers on this radio station the last two days all they want to do like you say is pee on a parade
5: Screw them out! Give them
0: hell. Exactly. Bye-bye. God bless us. Yeah, we. Ha- I have no room in my life for all the sourpusses out there. I mean, if you want to find a, a dark lining in the middle of every silver or thing, I mean, that's up to you, okay? But I uh, refuse to share in your negativity and hostility. There's plenty of other things to be negative about, like the market. And even that's not all so bad now. The Dow's only down about 63 points after being down as much as I saw about 100 and uh, some odd. It was pretty odd. It looked like it was going to be a real bad day. Now it's kind of like uh, men's amends or something like that, whatever the hell that means. Okay, tomorrow we're going to find some atheist women out there, for all you uh, people out there with real or with brains, with minds, who aren't just believing in that old black magic and all that mumbo-jumbo and crap, and men with the dance wrestling with snakes. I'm going to tell you right now, my mother knows what it's all about. She says, nobody wants to see a man wrestling with a snake. How about one like this? So anyway, Hank Goldberg's coming up from Shula Steak 2 next, and uh, like I said, let's go Marlins, can't lose tonight. Show. Oh.